Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. Thanksgiving is a week away, and it's important to be thankful for the things that I got. Perna. I am thankful for Shannon Sharp. Lamar said, no. Nah. <laughs> I like what I got. My guy gonna be better moving forward than that guy. He was referring to Amari Cooper saying Cooper would rather have Dak as his quarterback than Tom Brady in 2019, which is the right call. You heard me, Cowboys fans. I would take Dak this year too. Brady has just 14 touchdowns to five interceptions. Dak has 22 tugs to nine picks. And in games against the Giants, Redskins, Potatoes, and Dolphins, Dak has nine touchdowns to Brady's five. Today, we have Terrell Owens saying this. You, you mentioned, obviously, Max is going to get in here. And like I said, I'm in the streets. Max almost seems blacker than you, Stephen, eh? Mason Rudolph's apology, which was followed by Miles Garrett claiming Rudolph used a racial slur to instigate the whole brawl. The greatest block in NFL history, Chandler Jones and Insane sack pace and Le'Veon Bell's blood. Oh boy, that's good. <laughs> Sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football. That's good. Ever see an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick-and-mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. And their website is so easy, they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a small, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. All right, I'm not even going to make you wait for the best football thing I saw this week. And much like last week, it involved a Cleveland Brown. That's Wyatt Teller stumbling, tumbling his way into a block. The tumble block is a little utilized move in the NFL because linemen usually aren't limber enough to pull it off. Wyatt Teller did not leave the cushy career of working in a bank or being a cowboy to not be the best damn lineman I've ever seen. I tumble for ya, I tumble for ya. Okay, fun's over, let's get into the shit. Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph apologized to the city of Pittsburgh for his embarrassing loss in a fight with Miles Garrett. I did not do a good enough job to help our team win the game. Um, looking back you know, on the final play, of the game, or you know, the second to last play of the game, you know, I fell short of the mark there too. Um, you know, in retrospect, I put Marquise Pouncey, you know, probably one of the best teammates I've ever had, in, in a tough spot as well as my teammates. And again, I should have done a better job handling that situation. Um, you know, I, I got, I have no will, no ill will towards Miles Garrett. Um, great respect for his ability as a player, um, and I know that, if, you know, if Miles could go back, he would. He would handle the situation differently. Nice to see Rudolph being forced to apologize for having a less accurate arm than Miles Garrett. 
Miles Garrett reportedly told the NFL in New York during his appeal meeting that Rudolph used a racial slur, which instigated the now infamous helmet hit. He would handle the situation differently. Rudolph vehemently denies those claims, and we will never be able to verify what was said unless those players were mic'd up. Which Joe Thomas says is always the case for a quarterback and usually the case for a center. So the NFL should have access to this audio. Wait, we, we do have some breaking news here. Mason Rudolph in a new statement said, I never used a racial slur. Sure, I want to fuck Tommy Loren, and I don't want to see Kaepernick back in the NFL, but that's for job security reasons. All I said was, it must suck to be a brown, not that it must suck being brown. I, Mason Rudolph, love all people. Now, post-recording, of course, uh, the NFL decided to uphold Miles Garrett's indefinite suspension, tacked on $45,000 for Garrett, also reduced Marquise Pouncey's suspension from three to two games. So it looks like the NFL doesn't buy Miles' story. I'm going to blame the media for blowing this thing way out of proportion, which forced the NFL to overreact and maybe forced Miles Garrett to play the race card. Again, None of us know what was said, but this has the potential to turn into a shitstorm and divide more people, which is going to suck. I can't have an opinion here because I don't have the information, yet everyone is already choosing a side. Are you team Garrett is a liar or team Rudolph is a racist? Pick a side and yell at the other, even though you have no evidence to be informed on this specific incident. Personally, I just want to live in a world where we have all of the facts, we have the evidence, and then we react to it. Instead of having opinions before we have all the information, that seems dangerous to me. This situation is ripe for danger. And the apology I am far more interested in now is Terrell Owens' apology to Stephen A. Smith for saying Max Kellerman is blacker than Stephen A. Max almost seems blacker than you, Stephen A. <laughs> with 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 what Tom, he with with his coming, you know, with his commentary. Tommy, with all due respect, my brother. You <laughs> I'm just you, saying, dog. Tom, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a I'm just I'm a, saying. I'm gonna check you right now. You don't cross. I'm the line. just saying. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Wait a minute. You don't cross <laughs> the line. First of all, like I said, you, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> Eric Reed, any of y'all that want to debate me in front of black people and talk about what's best for black people, name the time and place, I'll show up. I don't want to hear, what's the definition of blackness? Well, this may come as a surprise to many of you, but I am not black. I know, I know, let that sink in. Pause the episode to manage your feelings. That's a dangerous conclusion for T.O. to jump to just because Max Kellerman is a better rapper than Stephen A. I'm harassing punks like Mike Tyson. What I can say as a white man is Max Kellerman completely whiffed on his opportunity to lord one over Stephen A. Smith. Kellerman received the best compliment any white guy can receive. You know how I know Max Kellerman isn't blacker than Stephen A. Smith? Because he shriveled up like a small, cold, white dick as soon as T.O. made a joke about race. With his Tommy. coming, Tommy. you know, Tommy. with his Tommy. commentary. Tommy. Okay, okay, you go ahead and take it, Stephen. I cannot address this one. <laughs> I will sit here like a stoic statue. With his Tommy. coming, Tommy. you know, Tommy. with Tommy. his commentary. Tommy. Honestly, Max Kellerman not accepting that compliment with outlandish joy makes Kellerman a racist. How else do you explain him not seeming happy to be called black? 
racist. Stephen A. Smith is quite a bit smarter than Terrell Owens and went on to point out how stupid T.O.'s words were and then posted this profound video on Twitter. Nobody's hiding. I am absolutely right on this. And all the insults you can throw at me, my record as a black man speaks for itself. I got news for you. Folks like Max and other white folks, good, decent, fair-minded, progressive-minded people that they are, can get invited to barbecues all they want to. Y'all forgot one thing when it comes to this black man. Like any other black man, we don't need to be invited to barbecues we can throw ourselves. I got my own damn barbecue. There's a whole bunch of black people that's going to be there. After seeing that... I do really want to be invited to a Stephen A. Smith barbecue. And now we bring back an old segment that I totally forgot I used to do on this show. Quick hits! Which is just gonna be a bunch of cool football facts and stats that I can throw in your face as fast as possible. Mike Evans is seven yards away from becoming the second player in NFL history to begin his career with six straight 1,000-yard seasons. The other player, of course, quarterback Kyle Orton. Just kidding, Orton only had four straight seasons where he passed for more than a thousand yards. The other player is Randy Moss. Evans is chasing Randy Moss. Chandler Jones is currently the NFL sack leader. He has 12.5 sacks right now and most impressively is doing it for the Cardinals defense. This has proven to be a beautiful fuck up by New England who got rid of Jones just four years too early instead of the standard Belichick one. Since 2016, Jones has 53.5 sacks, which is more than Aaron Donald at 47 and a half and more than Von Miller at 43. Calais Campbell in a little more than double the games notched just three more sacks than Jones as a Cardinal. And Le'Veon Bell is tired of the NFL sticking him with their dirty ass needles tweeting, I'm done. Had five random HGH blood tests in 10 weeks at NFL. I'm not doing another after today. Whatever y'all looking for, it obviously ain't there, and I'm not about to keep allowing y'all to stick me with those dirty ass needles. Find the players who really do that HGH BS and get off me. So why is the NFL doing this to Le'Veon Bell? Is it because he took a year off and could have pumped himself full of PEDs? No, it's because they can't understand how he's still fucking standing after playing behind the 29th worst run blocking line in the NFL. I'm not, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not taking no more, they're not getting no more of my blood, so they better use the blood they got right now. That's it. One, I don't white needles. You know what I'm saying? So I, I know I understand I got to do it for my job and whatever, whatever. So the first time we do it, I'm thinking like, okay, the testing is over. All right, I'm done with the needles. They do it again. I'm like, okay, uh, I get it. They did it twice. You know what I'm saying? I, I can do it twice. But now it's three, four, five times. Now it's just getting weird. Like, it's getting weird now. Like, why do you need so much more of my blood? What are y'all really looking for? And finally, you can purchase tickets to the Lions versus Redskin potato game this weekend for $4. The tickets are $4. It costs $4 just to print the tickets. A hot dog will cost you more money at the game than it does to go to the game. A redskin potato game. Literally the cheapest thing you can do in Washington. We all know that Michael Thomas is currently the best receiver in the NFL. He leads the league in receptions by 19 with 94 on the season with DeAndre Hopkins in second place at 75 catches. He has 
148 yards on Mike Evans as the leader with 1,141, and he's done it with two different quarterbacks this season. But my question is, who's the worst receiver in the league right now? That's what we care about here at That's Good Sports. Well, according to Pro Football Focus and Football Outsiders, it's Nelson Aguilar, who ranks dead last for all eligible receivers, and however, either of those sites do their self-proclaimed superior method of player evaluations. After he dropped what could have been a game-tying touchdown against the Patriots, he instantly became the worst receiver in NFL history in my eyes last week. Speaking of the Patriots, they are activating left tackle Isaiah Wynn just in time for the Patriots and Cowboys game this weekend. Which is fitting because nobody knows if either team is actually good. We think the Patriots are good, but let's be honest, they are not 9-1. They are 2-1 after literally playing one good team in the Buffalo Bills until they faced another competitive team for the first time on November 3rd in the Ravens. Dallas continues to play every team close, regardless of how good or bad they are. I hope the Dallas Cowboys win, though. Probably the hardest I will be rooting for the Cowboys since coming out of the womb. Yeah, I've really not liked the Cowboys since coming out of the womb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. Ah, oh, damn you, Brady. Stop stealing my shtick. It is nice to see that Brady got his sense of humor back after, you know, that devastating win against the Eagles. The Patriots will probably be without receiver Mohamed Sanu due to an ankle injury, and Nikhil Harry could be a sleeper fantasy play if Brady remembers how to fucking throw a football this year. Now, Zach Cox on Twitter posted this photo saying it's one of the best he's ever seen. Just goes to show you one man's treasure is another man's trash, because this is the worst photo I have ever seen, and I, I had to take an entry-level photography class at art college, where one of my classmates' final portfolio project was pictures of human shit in the streets of Denver, most of which I suspect were his own. He was weird. A lot of kids were at art school. But let's end with our weekly dose of Lamar Jackson being likable as hell. Yesterday, Complex Sports tweeted this video of Lamar Jackson reacting to his teammate on the sideline. That was from week one of the preseason, and everyone wanted to know what was said to Jackson. So applaud Baltimore Sports Media for asking the important question. Oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even remember what he told me to be exact, you know. Um, oh my God, everybody been tagging me in that, and I've been seeing it everywhere. That's crazy. I don't even remember what he told me. We was at Redskins game. He said something crazy, so I was like, "What?" <laughs> you know, you guys can see that. I know you guys caught it. If he and Drew Brees square off in the Super Bowl, it will be really hard to see either of those guys lose. We need a villain in the Super Bowl. I just, it just, I can't let it be Brady again. So. Go Cowboys. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Uh, if you made it to the end of the video, I would love to know that in the comments. Please say Bubba Butt Cheeks if you watched the whole video. That'll really make my day. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna if you care to follow me on other social media platform. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.